It only happens once a week because it is just that damn special. Welcome to Steve Stinky Mascord's White Line Fever! Welcome to episode 24, and I said we're not just going to bore people and talk about footy all the time. We're going to go back to talking about a bit of music. I'm here with Michael Luck from the Warriors. Let's just get the footy out of the way. 44-22 over South today. Look at the way both sides played last week. How does that happen? <laughs> yeah, good question. Uh, but I think it's uh, you know it's a blueprint for us now. I thought that's that's how we went well last year was by running hard and going through the middle and opportunities create themselves off the back of that and I thought that's what we did really well today so still disappointing I think to, to leak four tries uh, you know you, you always want to uh, do less than that but hey, after you know, the last few weeks we'll be happy to take anything so yeah stoked to get a good win today so that's the footy out of the way now you went to see Sheehad here in Auckland recently the, their last album was quite a while ago wasn't it, it was about 18 months ago or something yeah. so they, they're just doing a tour for the sake of it how was yeah, it? Well, they, they brought out a greatest hits um, sort of the, meanest, the meanest hits or whatever so uh, yeah they're, they're doing the meanest hits tour and yeah they played uh, three or four songs from every album over their career and you know a show that uh, started at 12 and didn't finish till after uh, sorry started at 10 and finished after midnight so a great couple of hours of, of their share and matey, you are obviously, were you into Sheehad before you moved over here from North Queensland? Yeah, I'd seen him uh, once. Triple J did a, put a concert on up in air in North Queensland a few <laughs> years ago. Um, and they were the headline act and I went down to see them. And I've seen them you know, half a dozen times since I moved over here. And mate, they're, they're big league fans, the boys. And um, they, they either come to games here or whenever in Melbourne. Uh, I think they base out of Melbourne quite a bit as well. And, uh, they're always there when, when we take on the storm, so great guys. We've had uh, John Toogood on the program. We've also had a lot of footy players on the program who say they're sort of decrying that hip-hop is taking over the gyms and that uh, you can't get any rock and roll on. Is it the same here? I imagine it's more so here. Hip-hop's pretty big here in New Zealand, isn't it? It's disgraceful. Um, <laughs> yeah, mate, I think I'm a dinosaur. Uh, yeah, if you, you, you know, look. Well, when we went and saw Metallica, um, a lot of these boys said, oh, who, who's, who's Metallica? So shut your mouth. Well, <laughs> Honestly, uh, mate, I, and I even asked my missus, yeah, so we, she had the MTV station on, I said, is that what teenagers are listening to these days? I'm glad I grew up 15 years ago um, when music was still music, but no, uh, mate, the boys love it, and, um, you know, you, you, you adapt or you die, so I've had to uh, learn to tolerate it. Now we'll get you to uh, request a song in a second, or introduce a song, but um, wrist and shoulder injuries, which one has given you most trouble and when are you back? <laughs> yeah, well, I, uh, your wrist look okay. Yeah, broke a wrist in the grand final. Um, they operated on in October, and I had to have a, a shoulder um, reconstruction in, in December. Uh, then, just when the shoulder was coming right, uh, the, the wrist, yeah, we had it scanned, and it, the, the first operation didn't work. So, went to another surgery on on the wrist uh, mid February. So that's what's holding me back at the moment. But yeah, I've, I've started lifting weights again uh, for the first time. Uh, this week and hopefully about a month away and we'll be ready to go. Okay, mate, now give us a song. Introduce a song and give us a song. Mate, uh, I'll go to the ringtone, the phone, for whom the bell tolls, Metallica. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Michael. Sweet, mate.
Hey, this is Nash Cato and King Roser. We're Urge Overkill. You're listening to White, White Line, Line Fever. Okay, we're back with uh, Steve Lukather, and the last song he requested was uh, uh, She's a Woman by Van Halen. I was going to ask you later about that album because it's yeah. I love it. What do you think? I love it too, and it's t- it was a it took him a long time to, to put that together. Went through a lot of different stuff with it, but Ed now. And, and you know, the family and I go way back thirty some odd years. We've been friends. We're very close friends. And I just got a text from Ed the other day saying, "Have fun," you know. Say hi to John Steve for me. You know, I mean, it's, we're all big, one happy family. Everybody loves everybody else. I mean, I think the media tries to put this competitive edge there, but everybody's so different. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like you give everybody the same guitar and the same amp. We all walk up and play it, and we're all going to sound like us. There's yeah, no yeah, magic yeah. amp, magic guitar. It's it's just who you are and years of playing. But 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 Dave does sing on that album uh, about selective amnesia and about uh, uh, you know forever is a mighty long time. And you know there are a lot of they've they've talking about never again a few times, haven't they, Ed oh, and Dave? Man. <laughs> haven't we? All? Everybody's done. I've done that with my own band. I mean, but I you know I think it's wonderful. I went to the rehearsal uh, at the forum. To, you know, oh, wow. Lucky you. Yeah, yeah and, and it was incredible. And you know, Ed's healthy, playing great. Al's having a good time. Wolfie's killing it. You know, it's and Dave looks like he's having a fun, fun time. And you know, and it's Van Halen, man. I'm sorry. It's great to have a great, good old fashioned rock and roll band killing it on the road again. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of cookie cutter stuff out there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Posing as rock music. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to name any names, but I mean. It all of a sudden becomes the producer's record and not the artist's record. So the artist gets lost in it. There are bands that are exceptions, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know what I'm saying. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's nice to see an old bunch of old guys raising the bar again. Yeah, hey, yeah. I've said it. <laughs> um, the, um, I saw an interview that you did in two years ago, and you said something about, you know, I'm getting a divorce, I'm having a kid, my my life is getting closer to the end, and I was really hoping you'd cheered up since then. Yeah, Have you I, cheered up? I've cheered up <laughs> Well, I mean, I went through a really tough time, you know, I'm... I stopped the party and I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't do anything nasty I'm not supposed to do. I went back in the woodshed trying to find myself. Yeah, I did get a divorce and yeah, I had a beautiful baby son, got four kids, I'm healthier than I've ever been, and I'm, I'm taking the back nine of my life, to use a golf term, um, very seriously and very emotionally and, and forgiving myself. Yeah, there's a lot of stupid drunken YouTubes where I fucked up and overplayed or... It's a default mode, you know, and you get nervous and whatever, and, and there's a lot of humiliation that I had to relive over and over and have a bunch of strangers ripping the shreds, like a, you know, it's like drawn and quartered by strangers, okay, <laughs> you know, and all of a sudden I'm eviscerated in the backyard, and, and you know, that's tough, that was tough, you know, put me in therapy, I mean, you have to take a good hard look at yourself, I mean, I've been doing this for 35 years on the road, mm-hmm. playing, making records, I've done a lot of stuff, I never fit into one genre, so I can switch over from one place to another. Mm-hmm. Like, here I am on G3, and then I'm going to do Ringo, and then I'm going to do Toto. Not too many people do that. Mm-hmm. Now, I love every arena that I can be in. Mm-hmm. So some people, if they don't like a certain kind of music, and I show up, like, maybe there's some people here that have warm, you know, give me the warm welcome. Some people are like, what the hell is that guy doing? That Toto guy, Ugh. You know, he's not good enough to play with those guys. I'm going, look, they invited him. Joe invited me. You know, I mean, and I go out there, and I think there's a, some people I know that have been in the eyes of my record company and stuff. They said they've seen some young kids who had no idea who the hell I was. Mm-hmm. And, they, and then I start playing, and they go, oh, yeah, I never heard of that guy. He, he, ah, you know? And, and, you know, people go out and buy a CD on the way out. Maybe because I'm not playing African and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Showing a different side, solo side, different. This is me, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not out here in competition. I'm, I, how dare I? Mm-hmm. But I'm out here to show another side of me. And I think it's, that's a really positive thing for me. I hope people dig it. If they don't, hey, they know where the bar is, right? <laughs> now, you're talking about goals. What goals are you set for yourself now? What are, what are, you, what are, you, what are you looking at achieving? I'm, I'm in a deep repair mode. I mean, I'm trying to write 
fresh music, you know, a lot of people give up. They start Xeroxing in their part. Mm-hmm. Just play the same thing over and over again. Well, we know that works, you know, so, you know, you just you play it safe. I'm trying to push myself as a songwriter, as a producer, and as a guitar player. I'm refining my guitar thing. I'm not trying to do this because that's futile at this point. Because you look on YouTube and there's a fetus that plays, like, you know, faster than anything <laughs> you've ever seen. It's like, you know, it's really like, it, it's really like, much like trying to suck your own cock. It's like, really, <laughs> It's what is the point? You know what I mean? And if you could do it, but you'd never tell anybody anyway. Or never leave your house. It's one of the two. Yeah, sorry that old joke. Why did dogs yeah, lick their balls? Because I can't. Ah, yeah. oh, there he is. I didn't know this was a gay bar. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, just, I'm joking to all my gay friends. Yeah. And I do I live in Hollywood. What can I say? I got a lot of gay friends. But no, you know, I'm, I'm, humility is, is a thing that I'm. And humor. Mm-hmm. I have a sense of humor myself and a great humility and how lucky I am to be doing this after all these years. So I'm really appreciating that and thankful to anybody out there that thinks I'm a dick, I get the joke. And I'm really thankful to be where I am. Okay, time for another song. Ooh. Um, you can plug yourself one out of three. That's not being, you know what I mean? That's okay, I think. Oh, um, <laughs> no, this is, okay, I have a song on my new album, All's Well and Ends Well, it's called Flash in the Pan. It's kind of a funk rocker uh, Check it out.
this is Michael Starr. This is Lexi Fox. And you're listening to White Lion Fever. Welcome back to the program. It's a special double episode, uh, round seven of the NRL and also the representative weekend. Uh, the first representative weekend we've had, and uh, for, if you believe what people are saying, maybe the last. Uh, let's hope it's not the last because uh, City Country, well, City Country's in a bit of danger, but it's a very enjoyable and certainly the Anzac test is something we need in the game. I've got uh, Aaron Wallace here from Fox Sports Stats. Did you enjoy the test? Uh, Steve, I did. I normally look forward to the Nationals during the year, and I, I thought it was a pretty high-quality test match. Now, tell, tell uh, the listeners what it is you actually do. I saw a picture of uh, you, there was leaks in your office. The, the, the ceiling was leaking, and you all had umbrellas over your head. Was that a mock-up, or is that true? Uh, no, it was actually a mock-up. We were uh, just <laughs> mucking about a little bit with the umbrellas. But basically what we do, the guys at Fox Sports Stats, is pretty much every game of Rugby League will capture the stats that we use for our broadcasts on Fox. And uh, we also supply all of those stats to the, the Telegraph papers and a few other clients, um, Triple M, I think, get them as well. So we um, just, yeah, for every game we capture the stats. They go to the Fox Sports website and also all of the stats you see on a Fox Sports broadcast like there will be tonight at the uh, Toyota Under-20s Origin. Yeah, that's where we are. We're at the uh, Centibet Stadium for the under-20s origin. So during a game, you've got a little keyboard and do you basically send text messages to the commentators? Is that basically what you do? Or? Well, no, what we do, we capture the stats on we have a computer system here. There's actually a couple of ways we do it, but we'll just concentrate on the ones for TV. So basically we have a computer and we input all the different stats that you see. Um, so like hit-ups and tackles and stuff like that. That's where the possession stats come from and, of course, the score on the clock. Um, but pretty much, yeah, we do that, and then also we'll have we sit in with the commentators. So if there's anything interesting from the game that we can let them know about, we'll we'll try to to tee them in on a hint. So if the commentator ever says anything that sounds very interesting, it's probably one of the stats guys has told them what it was. <laughs> now, Wally, tell us this year we've had seven rounds of the NRL. Um, a lot of things have been uh, dissected and publicised. But is, have you got a favourite stat? or, you know, statistics-based fact that would surprise people. I'm, going, I'm, I'm putting on the spot here, but after seven weeks of the NRL, anything, is there something that would surprise people? Um, it is a tough one. I guess it's relevant with Anzac Day coming up. I can't remember the exact number, but it's something like the Dragons and the Roosters, the last seven times they've played, I think the first half's been pretty even. The Dragons has been like 48 to 46 or something. They've won those games. I think the second half is something like 130 to 20 or something like that in seven games. So the, the Dragons have really dominated the Roosters, and of course, being a Roosters fan myself, I would find that very interesting, but a little bit frightening, <laughs> I guess, too. That's a great stat. I'm sure I'll get an invoice for that one. Um, now, we get, uh, you get to play songs on this. Now, I don't ask every guest to pick a song because I don't trust a lot of my guests to... I had Warren Smith ask for Radiohead last week. No, and I was appalled, but actually it was quite a good song. He picked. He actually picked quite a rocky song. What do you got for us? Well, I don't know if you're going to let me pick an Offspring song, Steve. Love but, Offspring, uh, love Offspring. Well, given that we're at the footy game, I guess come out and play. It'd be a fairly uh, apt song to play. Better than Pretty Fly for a White Guy. Thanks, thanks, Wally. No, Steve. Gotta keep them separated.
overrated. Martorian from the Bullet Boys, and you're listening to White Line Fever right here, baby. Let's just do this. Thanks, Mark, and it's Rugby League's rocking a show and rocks rugby leaguingist. White Line Fever, this is uh, the final segment. Uh, we've done things a little bit differently this week, been a little less slavish about uh, results, tried to balance the, uh, um, the ledger between rock and rugby league a little bit, but because we've mentioned some scores, we'll just quickly mention some others. Uh, round 7, which is the last round of the NRL that was played, it was uh, Dragons 12, Knights 4, Broncos 30, Raiders 6, Cowboys 50, Roosters 12, uh, we've already mentioned Warriors 44, Rabbitohs 22, Storm 12, Bulldogs 6, Titans 26, Seagulls 14, uh, Sharks 24, Eels 18, uh, Tigers 30, Panthers nil. Uh, to tie up some other loose ends with the uh, the rep game that we didn't mention, uh, it was a 24-22 win, city over country uh, up in Mudgee, and it was 18-14, uh, New South Wales over Queensland in the under-20s origin. Uh, tying up loose ends in rock, because we have been talking about the Hall of Fame for a couple of weeks. For those of you who missed it, Axel Rose did not show up. A number of other um, uh, guys did. Miles Kennedy uh, sang in place of Axel, and uh, everyone had a good night, apparently. Uh, but again, no Axel Rose, which also means, I would imagine, no reunion for Guns N' Roses in the foreseeable future. I am the real Stevis. That's T-H-E-R-E-A-L-S-T-E-A-V-I-S on Twitter. SteveMascord.com is the main website. There's also a SteveMascord.com uh, Facebook page and there's also WhiteLineFever.ning.com. That is the home of this program. Please go and join up and talk and uh, make some song requests if you like. In, in lieu of any song requests for this week, I've got some new rock from a band called Blanca White. 
and the song is called Your Boyfriend is Lame. We'll be back next week.
Yonder, <laughs> and I'm not even going to try to rhyme anymore. <laughs> Michael Monroe here for White Line Fever. 